The message of Christmas is the message of the gospel. Christ came to earth to make a way for man to come to God. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we study what God says about the birth of His Son. Why do people love Christmas so much? In a word, could I tell you? Because of joy. Christmas is distinctly connected to joy. It is a season of joy. Charlie Brown asked Lucy, why can't every day be Christmas? And of course, Lucy in her sarcastic way said, Charlie Brown, you're a fanatic. I think Charlie was on to something. The truth of the matter is, it's not Christmas joy. It's Christ joy. It's not about a season. It's about a person and his joy works at every season. It's also the reason that so many people are so sad. You know, Christmas is a season where depression is on the rise, where suicides seem to, to skyrocket, and there seem to be so many unhappy people. Why is that? Could it be because so many people are trying to find joy in something other than Jesus Christ? You see, His joy is a reality, not a fantasy. It's a command, not a suggestion. Rejoice in the Lord. And it's a byproduct, not a goal. You don't get happy by trying to be happy. No, you get happy by finding Him. You've discovered joy in the person of Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, I hope you enjoy your family. I hope you enjoy your friends and your gatherings. But if you put your joy in those people, you will be disappointed. True joy is found only in Jesus Christ. You can't work it up. You have to tap into that joy that's found in Him. And so I bring you to Luke chapter number 1. And now there are several places where joy is connected to the coming of Christ. For example, in Matthew chapter 2, you have the wise men rejoicing. You find people like Simeon and Anna rejoicing. But in Luke chapter 1, I think you find the most beautiful picture of it. It's a picture of Mary going to visit Elizabeth and announcing to her the message that she's going to have a child, and that child is of God, he is the Messiah. We pick up our reading in Luke chapter 1, verse 39, where the Bible says, And Mary arose in those days, and went into the hill country with haste, into the city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zacharias, and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. Can I give you two or three simple observations about Christ's joy? First of all, may I tell you that this joy is always by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings joy. Remember, one of the fruits, one of the graces, rather, of the fruit of the Spirit is joy. 
He brings the joy. The joy is within and not without. It's not a material thing. It's not a tangible thing. It's something God places in you by the Holy Spirit. It's interesting, but Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. May I say to you today, if you'll learn what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you can be a joyful Christian. There's a second observation here about Jesus' joy. Not only is it by the Holy Spirit, but it is because of the Savior. You see, Mary only had one thing to rejoice in. She didn't have a lot of money. She's a poor girl. She's a young teenage girl with very little of this world's goods. She had one thing. She had Jesus. Isn't that beautiful? And by the way, if anybody tells you that Mary is equal to the Lord Jesus Christ, I would say let's let Mary testify. Mary said, My spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Not my son, my Savior. You see, everybody needs a Savior, including Mary. And only when we know the Savior do we discover the joy that Jesus brings. Remember, David prayed, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. We're told to rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Friend, it is all about knowing Jesus. And by the way, it's interesting. People want to talk about Mary and the thing they remember about her is that she was a virgin. What she had done with her body and keeping herself pure. But when she testifies, she doesn't speak of that. She speaks of her spirit. My spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Friend, it doesn't start on the outside and work in. It starts on the inside and works out. Jesus' joy is by the Spirit. It is because of the Savior. But don't miss this. Jesus' joy is to be shared. What did she do? She went to Elizabeth. She found someone to tell. What did Elizabeth do? She testified. You see, joy is not to be gained. It's to be given. It's not something that you just get for yourself. It's something you pass along to others. Do you remember what the angel said in the next chapter, in Luke chapter 2, to those poor shepherds? He said, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. To all people. See, from the beginning, this joy was to be shared. It was to be passed along. Can I tell you, there's only really two things you can rejoice in. One, that your name is written in heaven. And two, that others' names are written down in heaven. You remember the Apostle Paul said to those he had won to Christ, Ye are our joy and crown of rejoicing. You see, joy is connected to the Lord Jesus. And joy is connected, and I would say it's multiplied when you seek to bring others to Jesus Christ. There's a lot of emotion at Christmas, some sadness, some loneliness, some melancholy, some guilt. But I want you to know Jesus designed it to be a season of joy, and not just at this season, but every day of the year. His joy works every day. Isaac Watts wrote 750 songs. He's called The Father of Hymns. And in 1719, he wrote one based on Psalm 98. It's not about his birth. It's about his second coming. And what's the name of it? Oh, it's beautiful. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Friend, can I tell you, you can be joyful today and you can be joyful every day because someday soon you're going to meet Jesus face to face. My spirit hath rejoiced in God, my Savior. personally know the Lord Jesus Christ? It is our prayer that you will trust Him and obey Him. May you and your family have a truly God-blessed Christmas. 
To make a year-end tax-deductible gift to this work and to find helpful resources to begin the new year, visit us online today at scottpauley.org.